Welcome to this inspiring message brought to you by Kingsword Media Outreach, a part of Kingsword Ministries International. We hope this teaching inspires you and transforms you into all that God has destined you to be. Please stay tuned for more information about Kingsword Ministries International following this message. May God bless you as you listen. Glory to God. Luke chapter 14. I started talking about this, um, I think, on Sunday during the, the midweek service. On, sorry, on Wednesday. Luke chapter 14 from verse 15. Luke 14, 15. said, hearing this, a man sitting at the table with Jesus exclaimed, What a blessing it will be to attend a banquet in the kingdom of God. The man was listening to Jesus and listening to many things that Jesus said where he talked about the resurrection and that the resurrection of the righteous, God will reward us for inviting those who would not repay us. So, and Jesus spoke about many, many things. And then he said, the man had this and said, wow, it will be such a blessing to attend the banquet in the kingdom of God. But Jesus replied to him with a story. A man prepared a great feast and sent out many invitations. When the banquet was ready, he sent his servants to tell the guest, Come, the banquet is ready. Verse 18, the Bible says, But they all began to make excuses. One said, I have just bought a field and must inspect it. Excuse me. Another said, I have just bought a pair of oxen and I want to try them out. Excuse me. Another said, I just got married, so I cannot come. The servant returned and told his master what they had said. His master was furious and said, go quickly into the streets and the alleys of the town and invite the poor, the crippled, the blind, and the lame. All things are ready. God spoke to me um, a week or two ago where I got this and he said to me, all things are ready. I said, how do you mean? And he said, everything that we expect and hope for him to do, he said, is ready. I said, if it's ready, why are we not taking it? And then he brought me to this place where Jesus told the story of the man. He has prepared the banquet, prepared everything. And then he goes to tell them the banquet is ready. But they're not stepping in. They're not taking what is ready. And why? Because they are holding on to what he has done before. One person said, I just bought a field. I must inspect it. Excuse me. Buying a field is a testimony. It's a good thing that God has done. The other one said, I just bought five pair of oxen. I want to try them out. And the other one said, I just got married, so I cannot come. 
when we step into a new season, when we step into a new atmosphere, a new environment, that everybody shouts, Happy New Year, welcome to 2019, does not mean it's going to be a new year for everybody. Some people are still going to be experiencing old things. The new year is a banquet. And God has set everything in order. And he's saying all things are ready. But you and I have a responsibility to take what is ready for us. Now the reason we're not taking it is because we have excuses. We're holding on to the things that he has done in the past. Invite everyone that has no excuse. Everyone that is willing to embrace new things. Everyone that is willing to accept newness. Everyone that is willing to embrace the new thing that I want to do. Invite everyone. Why? Because the banquet is ready. So whether you like it or not, what God has planned for 2019 and going forward will happen. He didn't say, okay, ah, since the banquet is ready and, and they, they are not here to come, let's throw away all the food. No, 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 no. If God has planned newness for your year, newness is what is there. If you don't take it, someone else will take it. That's what he's saying. If you don't go for it, someone else will go for it. And he will open it up to people who are blind. People who are blind, people who are lame. Meaning that they have no excuse. They have nothing to lose. They are not composed. When they come into the presence of God and they are, and they are lifting up their hands, they're not, oh Lord, we just lift you up and bless you. We just worship you. No. The Lord, I thank you. They open up. They are, they are, they are not, there's nothing that they're hiding. They're blind. They're lame. They're crippled. Invite them. Because when the banquet is ready, the banquet is ready. Genesis 1.29 the Bible says, then God said, look, I have given you every seed bearing plants throughout the earth and all the fruit trees for your food. That was before man did anything. On Wednesday, I told us that before rain began to fall on earth, the Bible said that God will cause the water to come from under the ground and water the seed. If God can do that, cause water to come from under the ground and water the seed, it means that really, it, ideally, his intention was not rain. Because he can make things happen regardless. So if he will bring water from under the ground to water, the, it means he has made everything ready. So we step into new seasons. We step into new experiences with him all the time. And he does all these things for his glory. The responsibility to start anything, to begin anything, rests with God. But the responsibility to continue and follow through rests with us. He's the one that the Bible says, in the beginning, God. So, you, when you walk into a new season, God is the constant factor there. So, in 2019, God. Then you come after. In any season you enter... God, and then you come after. He starts everything. He plans everything. He sets the plan in motion. Everything lies within his atmosphere. It has nothing to do with us. How we qualify, if we deserve it, why we deserve it, all those things. No, it has nothing to do with us. It has nothing. The designers of, of, of Apple products and all that, they designed the whole thing and then we plugged ourselves into it. 
We plugged ourselves into it. So in the beginning, recognize that God is the constant. It's all about him. It's all about his will, his plan, and his purpose. For everything received, there is a purpose. A divine plan. And to follow through with that plan lies in us. To follow through with the plan lies with us. But to establish that plan lies with God. To establish that order, to establish that principle, that path lies with God. But to follow through with that plan, it lies with us. Philippians 3, from 12 to 16. Paul said, not that I have already attained or I'm already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold on me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. I press forward to the goal for the price of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. So I look forward to what he wants to do in the year. I set my gaze on what he wants to accomplish. I set my gaze on his reality. I set my gaze on the things that he has made ready. That's why I put my focus on. So that which is received is not the end in itself. There is a journey required to be completed that will define the beginning. What I mean is this. That when you receive something from God, that's not the end. You have to complete a journey that will determine why you receive that thing. So you receive newness from God so that you can fulfill something so that you can start a journey so that you can so you receive something it, that's not the end it is to fulfill the reason you received it it is to fulfill that reason that you received it i'm i'm jumping so many things because of time but key thing here is this in the new season that we're in that we've entered into recognize that look one all things are ready and I have a responsibility in God to lay hold on the things that are ready how do I lay hold on the things that are ready one of the first thing I'm going to leave with you is that God wants you to get out of the way and that's where I'm going to close Genesis chapter 2 from verse 4 God wants you to get out of the way. Genesis chapter 2 from verse 4. This is the account of the creation of the heavens and the earth. When the Lord God made the earth and the heavens, neither wild plants nor grains were growing on the earth. For the Lord had not yet sent rain to water the earth, and there were no people to cultivate the soil. God wants you to get out of the way. Instead, springs came up from the ground and watered all the land. There were no people to cultivate the soil. See, God does not need your help. You need his help. Whatever you need to do in this season to get out of the way of God, by way of excuses, by way of things that God has done in the past, whatever it is you need to do to get out of the way so that what God can do will happen.
So that springs of water will come up from the ground and water the land. So in this season, to experience newness and to embrace everything that is ready, get out of the way. Tell your neighbor, get out of the way. And tell yourself, get out of my way. Say, mention your name, Joel. Get out of the way. Let God bring water from under the ground. You know, when you when you experience God, many one of the things that 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 makes us not want to go for all of God is because we we've not had the time to wait for His manifestation. Because when you experience Him one time. You look forward to experiencing him again. You know that it is God. You are excited that it is God. So what I do all the time is that I never forget the good things that God has done. I make sure I never forget. The Bible says that there came a king that knew not Joseph. And I asked the question, why will there come a king that will not know Joseph? Then God told me, he said, because the children of Israel stopped telling the story of Joseph. So when you stop praising God and recognizing the things that God has done for you, it will be difficult for you to reach out for new things. Because nothing in your heart will say, ah, what has he even done? Nothing in your heart will, will want, you, want to be grateful for something. You will miss, you'll be looking for something to be grateful for. You won't find any. But if every opportunity is an opportunity to be grateful to God, it won't be difficult for you to reach out for new things. It won't be difficult. You will, you will always have something to bless God for, to thank him for, to give him glory and praise for. And if you notice, I do that deliberately in this church. I do that deliberately. Every now and then, sometimes I come around, I say, God, look at how far you've brought us. I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for that. This door we just fixed cost some tens of thousands. The, the architect just came up to me and said, Pastor, I want to do the door for the church. I said, okay. That was weeks ago. And the time he told me, he didn't have the money. <laughs> this thing I'm telling you guys, it's a principle. He didn't have the money. He just came up to me and said, Pastor, I want to do the door for the church. I said, okay, no problem. That week came, I didn't see any door. Second week came, I didn't see any door. I said, okay, this is a faith walk. So I joined my faith with his faith. I said, Lord, thank you because um, your son wants to do the door. Whatever resources are, let it come to him. The next week, he just called me. If I didn't even call me, I just came in one day and saw them fixing the door. I called him, Uncle Bros, how far? I said, ah, they're fixing the door. I said, ah, glory to God. That's how it works. That's how it works. So everything, you know, I did a video of, of this whole place, how we started, like a timeline, the pictures we took and everything. And I use it to glo give glory to God and praise God. Some of you, if you were here, the day we saw this place, you say, Pastor, love be with you, eh? God bless you, eh? We'll be praying for you, eh? <laughs> you know this kind of prayer. <laughs> but God has seen us through we stayed through. Where will I run to? Even if everybody run, where will I run? I can't run anywhere. You know, I can't run anywhere. And thank God for people like Colin and uh, Rebecca and all those people that, you know, stood and 
and said, the first time we had a meeting here, imagine five people. Five of us were here. One, two, three, four, five. No chair, nothing. We stood. And in this whole place, empty like this. Bam! And then we had a prayer meeting. It was the first service we had. No chair, nothing. Just the stage, everything. And we stood. And then no room puppets, nothing. No mic, nothing. We just stayed. And I took the picture. I took the picture because I know that one day I will stand here and this, there won't be place for anybody to sit. So I've seen it. I've seen it ahead. So I will not, I'm rejoicing because of that. I'm not rejoicing because I am there yet. I'm rejoicing because I know what he has in store in the future. I know. I know. You are here now. There's no AC. Tomorrow, somebody that comes and meets AC. I say, ah, what if I shush? You just look at the person. You don't know when we were here without the AC. Eh? That's what you, you're looking at the person. That's the same thing. That's the same thing. Another person will come. Okay, the architect was telling me, he said, Pastor, we need to, he said, I'm trusting God that we're going to get a, a six plot of land. That was months back or so. I said, that's fine, great. So we started working on, 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 on something that was eventually going to give us six plots of land in, in Parakot here. But eventually the people were doing that. I said, don't worry, don't worry. It's in our heart already. It will come to pass. Because why? I've seen the goodness of God. So it's easy for me to thank him and appreciate him and expect great things to happen. And these things don't come by what you already have. It comes by what you know inside. It comes by what is happening with you inside. That's how it comes. What's happening with you inside? He's not here today, the architect, I mean, but I mean, I can talk about timelines, timelines of God's goodness and how we embrace the goodness of God. I remember there was a particular day he, 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 sent, he, sent, he sent me a prophet offering of, I think, 5,000 or so. So when I got the alert, I looked at it, I saw his name. I was like, okay. So immediately I, I got it, I looked at it, and then God spoke to me and said that he is feeling bad because he sent you 5,000. I said, why will he feel bad? He said, because in his heart, he wants to do more. I was like, wow. So immediately when he came to my house and he entered the, the house, I just looked at him and I said, why were you feeling bad because you sent me 5,000? He said, oh, how do you know? <laughs> I said, God told me that you were feeling bad. He said, oh. I said, you don't have to feel bad. God sees your heart. And then God told me, he said, look at him. Tell him that he will give five million. He didn't have money. He doesn't have money. Or rather, he didn't have, what? I mean, that's it's irrelevant. You understand? And I told him, I said, this is what God said, that you're going to give five million. He was like, huh? He didn't have a house then. But after that time, he got a house, furnished the house, paid for the house, everything. I mean, so God has a plan already. When God says all things are ready, they are ready. All you just need to do is walk with that plan and follow that plan. At the fullness of time, the things will begin to take shape. At the fullness of time, everything will come together. But for you not to embrace that plan, for you not to accept that plan and receive it, will mean you're setting yourself up for failure. You're setting yourself up not to receive what God has already done. And what happens? The blind will come. The lame will come. The deaf will come. Somebody who just walks into church and just comes and says, ah, ah, this is a fine church. What can I do here? Ah, Pastor, I noticed that you guys don't have AC. Okay, good. And just goes. 
Say, ah, what will the essay cost? He doesn't need to have the money. It's a hard thing. And then he goes ahead to do it. That's a blind person, a lame person that has plugged into what God has made ready. And that's how we roll. That's how you and I roll. That's how the kingdom works. You are custodians of the kingdom. You are custodians of God's resources. Nobody has money anywhere that they kept for anything. If you have the heart, God brings resources your way. God commits things to our hands. He commits them to our hands. So get out of the way. Get out of the way with analysis, with thinking. Get out of the way. Let springs come up from the ground and water the land. Look at what the scripture says. For the Lord had not yet sent rain to water the earth. And there were no people to cultivate the soil. There were no people to cultivate the soil. So if you get out of the way, what will happen? Water will come out from the ground. But as long as you still say that you are there, then God will be waiting for you to cultivate the soil. But when God has gotten something ready, you get out of the way. Get out of the way. Your future is bright. I say your future is bright. Stand to your feet. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Ministries International. For information about Kingsword Ministries, visit us at kingsword.org for information and additional resources. Thank you for listening to this message. And remember, where the word of a king is, there's power.